That's it. You heard the noise. It's time to learn how to invest well. That's exactly what the show's about. Invest well show, in case you didn't know, with Michael Wall. And of course, I'm always joined, or most of the time, unless he's out in the golf course shining up his clubs with <laughs> Mr. Randy Cook. He is cooking it up in the studio for you to make sure we can do the right thing, to share thought and idea to help you maximize your wealth. So if you don't want to make any more money, if you want to be more successful, if you want to have more clarity, if you want to know how to prepare for retirement well and live well, then, uh, you know, I think um, Sesame Street's on. You can go tune into that. <laughs> but if you do want to learn how to do all those things, then you have dialed into the right spot. And I know, Randy, you had to shut Sesame Street off before you uh, we, we jumped in the show. I appreciate you. Listen, your alma mater, you're giving history to the, the, I grew up on that. It was good. Big bird, all that stuff. I'm telling you, you know, before invest well, I like to go and have a little session with the count, a one, a two, a three, you know, I gotta, <laughs> because we got to count the money that we're going to make after the invest well show. It's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. You know, it's like, it's, it's you, quality time, baby. That's I tell right. that to my wife all, all the time. I got the quality if you got the time. And so that's, uh, that's what we do. So let's talk today. We're going to talk today specifically about preparing for retirement, preparing for retirement. So as you're listening to this, you might be like, okay, well, what does that mean? You know, retirement has a lot of different meanings to a lot of different people. Some people think about retirement, like they're going to move into life and they're not going to do anything else. They're going to go on their yacht or play golf or every day of the week or travel the country, or whatever. Other people are like, you know what? I don't want to retire. I still want to do more things. Maybe I got to start another company. I want to do other things. So when I talk about retirement here, I really wanted to kind of clearly define that for you. I'm talking about moving into the next stage of what you're being called to do. And some of that means, you know, you could be a professional athlete. We have, prof we have a pro athlete division. You could be a pro athlete you know, retiring from uh, Major League Baseball or from football or from, you know, golf or whatever, and you're moving into whatever that next stage of life is. You could be someone who's selling a business and you're like, I want to maximize, uh, you know, the, the profit on the company. I want to make sure that I save as much money as taxes as impossible. I want to, I want to be in the place where I need to be. You might be someone retiring from a company, uh, but you're moving into that next stage. You want to make sure your finances are aligned correctly. But, you know, I've found over the years, Randy, almost 18 years of helping families move into what I call 30 to 40 years of unemployment, <laughs> otherwise known as retirement, right? They're in a place where they're taking the wealth they've created and using it to sustain their life, but they don't want to, they don't want to not necessarily lose their purpose because a lot of times purpose can be wrapped up in what you do instead of who you are, which is by the way, a incorrect definition of finding your purpose. But you know, we want to practically get the monies in the right place so we can define and redefine and clearly understand what that next level of purpose looks like. A little side note, little little uh, commercial, I guess, if you will. This show is sponsored, which is what gives us the ability to, to do these things by our other companies, which is Wall Companies, which encompasses a variety of companies, whether it's a consulting company, private wealth company, et cetera, helping families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth for almost 18 years. So if you want to learn more about that, some practical financial stuff there, go to leanonthewall.com. You can check out some of our most recent Forbes articles, videos, a variety of different things as well. But Randy, let's jump in because preparing for retirement is important. It's almost like you preparing for your golf shot 
Um, and you know that can be challenging. I know. I know you're like shooting 15 under par. Uh, well, not really. Uh, but you right. know, there, 20. There is there is some 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 correlation there because every time yeah. you stand up to a shot, you're looking at what can go wrong, and you're looking mm-hmm. at what you want to go right. So as mm-hmm. you go into retirement, you're kind of weighing that stuff out. You're looking at the hazards along the way. I don't want to be bored. I want to have purpose in my life. And how are you going to figure all that out? Yeah, and that's important. That's important. You had a clip, uh, I believe it was from, who was it, Dave Letterman? David Letterman was on the uh, Ellen DeGeneres show, and they got to talking about him stepping away, as he did a couple of years ago. And he said something very surprising, and that was he wished he had done it earlier. I stayed on television way too long. And, That's and, not true. Yes, it is true. And I'll, t- and I'll tell you what happened. Uh, it turns out nobody had the guts to fire me. <laughs> uh, and I should have left like 10 years ago. You, you want to make sure you have some energy to direct toward other things. I uh, did not. All I cared about was myself. And then the show was gone. And so I had to realize, oh, I've been looking through the wrong end of the telescope. There is more to life. Mm, interesting. So he's still, obviously, we all enjoyed him so much. He had something to offer at work, but at the same time, he was losing sight of what was important, that he could have stepped away and put his efforts into that. That's very interesting. Well, it's really interesting. And and we see that very, it's a very common thing that happens in America today, in particular America, I'm not saying it doesn't happen in other countries, but you know, in particular in America, it's very common because we live in a society where success for the most part is determined based on your level of wealth. You know, what you drive, where you live, how much money you have, who your friends are. You know, it's very, it's very much an external, you know, dictator of success in America today. I mean, it's just, it's case in point. You go to any conference or any motivational event or whatever it may be, and the people that you're listening to primarily are the people, are the people that are on stage primarily are the people that have achieved, you know, a level of success financially beyond others. And so that's the one, that's the person that's a lot of times on stage. And so unfortunately, there's nothing wrong with making money. You know, it's like anything else. A lot of people say, oh, I'm not motivated by money. I I think money's evil. I think, you know, all these different things. Like, time out. Listen, Zig Ziglar once said, which I agree with, People that said they're not interested in money are going to lie about other things, too. I mean, (laughs) let's be honest. Money is important. It's reasonably close to oxygen. But it's a library card. Let's not get confused. It's a library card. It gives you access. So as you're preparing for retirement and you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I'm going to sell a company. I'm going to retire from a sport. I'm going to retire from an organization. And you say, what are some of the practical steps I should do? Well, the first thing you need to do is you need to evaluate. Number one, you need to evaluate. Uh, the kind of lifestyle that you want to live, let's talk about just practical living, the kind of lifestyle that you want to live in retirement. I am not talking about starting new companies, doing other things, being uh, philanthropically oriented, you're focused. I'm talking about living your lifestyle. I'm talking about being in a situation where you're literally saying, okay, what do I need to live? What do I need to survive? Now, survival is defined in, in two different categories. One is just base needs. I got to pay my taxes. I got to pay my light bill. I got to pay my, you know, whatever bills that you have, day-to-day bills. And then, and then, and then you talk about the survival of, you know, your day-to-day needs and wants that could consist of, you know, going out to eat, taking trips, you know, buying a new car every whatever period of time. 
you know, now you're talking about giving money to organizations, whether it be churches, or other nonprofits. So you want to encapsulate all of that and say, okay, what are my actual needs and wants together realistically? Because you want to get a baseline number of what your actual expenses are to live your life. And then obviously you look at your wealth and you understand, okay, how much money do I have saved? And practically, what kind of rate of return do I need on my money to generate the revenue necessary to live my life? That can help us dictate the kind of investments that we need. Because as you're moving into retirement, your investments should change the nature in what they are invested in. Recently, I was at the stock exchange doing some work. And, and you see a lot when you're there, it's, you're overwhelmed with the idea of stocks, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and, and all you hear about a lot of times is stocks and bonds, right? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with that. But as you move into retirement, you got to think differently. You can't just be doing the stocks and bond model. You have to come off market. You got to look at other opportunities and other investment structures that give you the ability to have absolute safety but still have opportunity for growth and a lot of times tax free or tax favored growth. So these are all things that you need to be looking at, looking at all investments and products available, just like Randy with you. Uh, I don't know how you do it, but when you play golf, you play with your driver on every hole. (laughs) If you know anything about me and my golf game, you know, that is not true. That's not true. (laughs) That is not true. Listen, I I am joking. Randy is a very good golfer. He's the man. He's not the man, but he's, uh, he's, he, he knows who the man is. I'm studying under the man. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's it's like, it's like, I remember what Zig Ziglar one time he said, you know, when I was somewhere, I was like, I thought I was at the end of the world. He's like, but I wasn't at the end of the world, but he's like, uh, you could see it from there. <laughs> so he was in North Dakota is what you're saying. He was, in, he was in North Dakota. That's exactly right. So step one is understanding what your income needs are. And that's real practical. And obviously everybody kind of thinks about that and knows that, but it's important. And then the next thing is, you know, taking a look at, okay, you got your income needs down. This is a real serious question. But the next thing really is who is managing your money? Huh. You're like, well, what do you mean who's managing my money? I'm managing my money um, or I have this person or this firm managing my money. And, and, uh, the, you know, they're great friends. I've, I've, I've learned and met them all these years and we're doing a little bit of a campaign, by the way, in our other firm, Randy, talking about, do you have a financial advisor? You got a, you got a firm helping you with your wealth. Great. So did every other client that we work with because they came in for a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Now I'm saying that for this reason, I'm not saying everybody listening to the show is the right client for us, but what I am saying is, it's very important for you to understand who is managing your money. You've worked hard your entire life for what you have. You're moving into retirement. You may do other things in other businesses. The last thing you want to do is blow yourself up financially if we have another major market crash. Because the philosophy is just, we're just going to ride it out. And just because you got a relationship with somebody doesn't mean that person is bringing the best value business-wise to you. You need to mentally be in a place where you now look at your portfolio. This is step two, and it's real important. You need to look at your portfolio as though you are the CEO of that company. Whatever that number is, whether it's 500,000 or 500 million or 500 billion is irrelevant. You are the CEO of that company. And now it is your job to protect, grow, reduce taxes, create legacy plan, mitigate risk, give to your kids if necessary, give to charities, create income, do tax strategy, all of this around your money. 
And oftentimes the people that will help you grow your money in life aren't necessarily always the right folks to help you move into that retirement stage. And that's an important thing, Randy, I think a lot of people miss. Well, I think also, Michael, when you talk about the people in your life, I think the people who are successful in the retirement also have relationships outside of business relationships. They have built not only their business, but they've built those relationships. There's a friendship circle. There's a social circle. There's a church circle. There's those kind of things that you build. You build your business, but you need to build those things as well, because when you walk away from that business, that is going to be what drives you in your life. And I know that this is a financial podcast, but I think that is just as important to get squared away before you step into retirement. Well, you're exactly right. And that's, I mean, that's number three on the list, really. And that is, um, what are you prepared to do with your time? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, a lot of things people don't think about. They think about travel and vacation and whatever. But what what is actually going to fill that void? You know, if you're if you're a C level exec or if you're someone that is a higher level position in a company and people look up to you, you don't realize the amount of self worth that you get from from people coming to you and needing things. You don't realize that because you're just used to it day in and day out. And so at the end of the day, you got to say, okay, what is going to fill that void in retirement? What am I going to spend my time in? What am I going to be focused on? What is my mind going to be? What are, what are some of the new initiatives that I want to do? And that's it. clearly number three. That's important because this is a big part of depression in retirement. It's a big problem. People trying to find their self-worth. You see people moving into retirement like, man, I wish I wouldn't have retired so early. Well, just like Letterman said, I think it's important. Don't be so selfish and realize now you have achieved all of this wisdom and this time on this planet and you've, you've grown this wealth. Take that knowledge and that time now and go use it and give back maybe to the next generation. That's 20, 22, 25, 30. And they're starting to build to help them navigate and miss out on some of the pitfalls and, and the things that you fell into that you can help them avoid and, and add more value. And hey, you know what? Spend more time with your kids. That's really important. Making money is great. But, you know, all of those types of things are, are what you need to do. So step one, again, going back and just kind of bringing it together for you. Step one, preparing for retirement. Really have an honest evaluation in your life of what your actual income cost needs are. I know you might say, well, I got enough money. It's not a big deal. I can whatever. But you really need to dial that in. And that way, you when you have your wealth, you can really do kind of strategic planning around it. Number two, who is managing your money? What does that look like? What is their philosophy? And what does their philosophy look like in retirement? Is it just hey, write it out, you know, invest our money, whatever? Or is it more well-rounded, holistic, taking into consideration all of the things that I mentioned uh, into your retirement needs? Uh, And then number three, really finding new purpose in retirement. What are you going to do with your time? What are you going to do? Who are you going to connect with? Where are you going to give back? And really making a plan about that instead of just showing up in retirement saying, okay, I'm retired now. Now, let me give you one quick tip there that I've experienced of helping families, you know, kind of coach them through retirement for the last 18 years. I think one of the things that's very healthy, because you might have ideas where you say, okay, this is what I want to do. But I think one of the best things that you can do in moving into that is literally once you retire, give yourself the freedom to completely unplug, completely unplug. Even if you have an idea of what you want to do, give yourself the freedom to completely unplug for a period of time. 
And that period of time you have to define might be a month. It might be three months. It might be six months. It might be a year. But give yourself that time to completely unplug. You might even be traveling while you're unplugging. That's okay. Where you're not involved in anything. That way, when you actually start spending your time giving back to this organization or that organization or coaching here or teaching there or volunteering here or whatever, you know you've really thought through it in a time where you have the mental space to think through it. Because sometimes when you're working, you think about things, but you don't have the mental space to really think through them with complete clarity because you still have all of the day-to-day things of business kind of dragging on you, if you will. So retire, spend that time, and then say, okay, this is where I want to go, and this is what I want to do. And I think those three tips, Randy, number one, evaluating income needs, number two, evaluating who's managing your money, and number three, uh, evaluating your purpose in retirement are crucial things that you got to do. And I would add one more that is very important, Michael, and that is daytime TV is not that fulfilling. Do something yeah. else. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah, I would right. agree with that. The old uh, the old soapbox <laughs> is uh, a lot of negative noise <laughs> that you just don't need. You know, uh, Days of Our Lives isn't going to help you do anything with your life. I don't even know if that show's still on. But uh, at the end of the day, you need to find that it can't be social media either. You can find yourself scrolling on social media for hours on end. And at the end, you're done. You're like, what did I really accomplish? And the answer is nothing. So don't just veg out, uh, but really focus on where you're supposed to go. Hey, if you got questions about how to build the kind of retirement plan financially, I'm talking about practically, you know, that's one of the things that we've done is helped engineer and really architect plans for families over the last 18 years. Give you a little precursor on our company's three divisions. Our, our minimum's a million. Our private wealth is 25 million. And then we have a pro athlete division. We also have a consulting company. So we've done this for a long time and we provide a lot of education and information. You got questions there. You want to learn more. You want to read more. Maybe you want to pick up a copy of my book. Maybe you want to read a Forbes article or just watch videos. Go to leanonthewall.com. Listen, education, I believe, is the foundation which leads to good decisions. Make sure you remember that. Education is the foundation that leads to good decisions. Find those good decisions. You gotta. You want to reach out to us, feel free, leanonthewall.com. But hey, listen, I hope that encouraged you. Get your notepad and paper out or get your note app on your phone out and make a list of those three, three, three things we talked about on this show. Go back and re-listen to the show uh, so you can be in a place where you can retire well and prepare well to live well well. Thanks for tuning in. Share this show with someone that you know is going to retire in the next three to five years so they can be prepared as well. And as always, we appreciate your comments and feedback on whatever podcast app you are listening to this show on. Cheers. Here's to the next uh, time we, we meet again and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please call 888-511-9255. Wall Private Wealth is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By 
contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wald. NPN Insurance License Number 7330010.